Aegon had armed with Imuri bows and made witch-hunters, had stealthily circled behind Terra's bodyguards. Both witch-hunters had arrows, knocked but not drawn. Both men had obviously taken care to stand where Logan could see them clearly, because none of the other dogs were clearly visible. One archer was alternately looking at Logan and at a target in the woods. Logan followed his eyes and saw Terra's hidden archer, aiming at Logan, waiting for Terra's signal. The other witch-hunter was staring at Terra Grayson's back. They were waiting for Logan's signal. Logan should have known his streetwise followers wouldn't leave him alone when Terra Grayson was near. He looked at Terra. She was slim, pretty, with imperious green eyes that reminded Logan of his mother's. Terra thought Logan didn't know about her men in the woods. She thought Logan didn't know that she had the stronger hand. You swore fealty to me this morning under less than ideal circumstances, Terra said. Do you intend to keep your troth, or do you intend to make yourself king? She couldn't ask the question straight, could she? It just wasn't in her. Not even when she thought she had total control over Logan, she would not make a good queen. Logan thought he'd already made his decision. But he hesitated. He remembered how it felt to be powerless in the hole, how it felt to be powerless when Janine, his just-wed wife, had been murdered. He remembered how disconcertingly wonderful it felt to tell Kylar to kill Gorky and see it done. He wondered if he would feel the same pleasure at seeing Terra Grayson die. With one nod toward those witch-hunters, he would find out. He would never feel powerless again. His father had told him, An oath is the measure of the man who gives it. Logan had seen what happened when he did what he knew was right, no matter how foolish it looked at the time. That was what rallied the holers around him. That was what had saved his life when he was feverish and barely conscious. That was what had made Lily, the woman the Caladorans crafted into the Ferali, turn on the Caladorans. Ultimately, Logan's doing what was right had saved all of Scenaria. But his father, Regnus Drake, had lived by his oaths through a miserable marriage and miserable service to a petty, wicked king. He gritted his teeth all day and slept well every night. Logan didn't know if he was as much of a man as his father. He couldn't do it. So he hesitated. If she raised her hand to order her men to attack, she would be breaking the covenant between lord and vassal. If she broke it, he would be free. Our soldiers proclaimed me king. Logan said in a neutral tone, Lose your temper, Terra. Order the attack. Order your own death. Terra's eyes lit but her voice was steady, and her hand didn't move.
Men say many things in the heat of battle. I am prepared to forgive this indiscretion. Is this what Kylar saved me for? No. But this is the man I am. I am my father's son. Logan stood slowly, so as not to alarm either side's archers. Then, slowly, he knelt and touched Terra Grayson's feet in submission. Late that night, a band of Caladorans attacked the Cenarian camp, killing dozens of drunken revelers before fleeing into the darkness. In the morning, Terra Grayson sent Logan Gyre and a thousand of his men to hunt them down.